Welcome to my episode two of Collect Football Live. Tonight, I am going to talk a little bit about some cards from the UK. Most of the early cards for uh, vintage soccer are from the United Kingdom, you know, mainly uh, England and um, some from Scotland. And traditionally, they are given out in tobacco cards uh, or in tobacco packs. So um, most of them you'll see early on are smaller. Basically, I'm just going to go through a few that I have here, maybe give you a little bit of information about the set and a few tips here and there. If you're looking to get into uh, investing, I mean, honestly, I think that cards from the UK are going to be the first to really pop in value just because it seems to be the most popular league here in the States. Also, they provide like the oldest cards. So if people are really looking to get vintage, then that's the way to go. If you, if you look in Italy, Spain, probably even Germany, they, most of theirs started in like the twenties. And if you see a lot of their cards, they're actually called football on the, that's how they describe the game. So they obviously learned it when, or British people brought it into the countries, and you know a lot of the countries ended up learning the game. This is a, uh, it's called a Godfrey Phillips uh, General Interest set. It was made in 1896. This is the first set um, that had soccer cards in it. So there was two players out of, I believe there's, it's. In the like 12 to 15 in the set, I believe. Uh, But there's only two um, footballers. Uh, This is uh, Bassett, and the other one is Athersmith. Um, Athersmith was the better player of the two, um, from what I understand. Um, But these are the first two that are from a set. There's another card, um, I believe, from like the early 1890s, but it's kind of like a unicorn. I think there might be one copy out there somewhere. And um, so that's like just an Uber, just unicorn that, you know, nobody's ever going to have because probably one person has it. If you're looking to pick one of these up or the uh, Charlie Athersmith, I've been searching for a long time. You see them pop up every now and again, but rarely. And people snap them up real quick just because it's, you know, it's such an early issue. Um, but they are out there and, um, it's just a matter of like what the condition is that you get. So, but I've probably seen in the last 10 years, maybe five of each, each card, maybe a little more, maybe five to 10. They're out there, but there's not many of them. Okay. This is the, uh, 1902 Wills, uh, cigarettes. This is a pretty popular issue. The tobacco size card, it's, it's a clean design. There's some pretty big names in the set. Like Geo Smith in this, uh, he's a he was a cricketer and a footballer and pretty pretty good one at both. So um, he's kind of a two two sports star. He's the early Bo Jackson. These cards are actually reasonably available, but they're starting to dry up just as interest in um, vintage is growing. But Billy Meredith is in this set. Uh, Stephen Bloomer, 
there's a, you know, there's a lot of, um, as you learn more of the players, if they played during that, you know, that year and they were decent odds are they're in the set. Um, it's a pretty, pretty nice set. Um, it's a, it's a set that you'll actually see a fair amount on eBay. So it's something that you could find some of those cards. And I mean, but I, the prices have just started to, to shoot up in the better known players. Um, you can still get commons for a pretty, pretty inexpensive price. Uh, commons you can get for, I want to say 10 to $20, uh, you know, depending on the condition. That's a set that actually is attainable more so than the, the first one I showed you. I did see that somebody has a bloomer. Um, I think it's a graded a three listed at about $350 on eBay right now. So I don't find that to be like ridiculous. Bloomer cards are starting to shoot up. There's a bloomer card that I bought for, I want to say it was $60 three months ago. And then I flipped it for $150 and easily could have gotten more than that. And that was from 1912. If you guys are interested, you might want to uh, search that, um, pick that card up. It's a, it's a, it's a nice card. It's, I mean, and bloomers are just getting harder and harder to get because everybody wants them. Okay, this is uh, Ogden Cigarettes. Um, there's you'll, Ogden's made a lot of sets in the early 1900s. Um, they have the Ogden's tabs. Uh, there's a Guinea Gold. There's a bunch of different types of cards, I guess, depending on maybe the type of cigarette or the type of tobacco that was that they were in. There's a lot of them. So there's the set might have anywhere from 50 to 500 in them. And so it's it's kind of hard to come across, you know, the the stars. This, these sets started, I believe, in 1900. So there's a Billy Meredith in that that sells for a lot because that everybody considers that his, uh, his rookie card. That's one that's really hard to get. But there's a lot of other players. Um, Fatty Folk is uh, he's a goalkeeper. He's a person in that set. I mean, there is there's same same thing. If they're they were anybody, they're in that. Plus, even if they're not anybody, they're they may be in it as well. So, some of these are really hard to come across in decent condition. That that's the thing that I've been looking out for recently. Is I, I've kind of been looking for these and buying them if they look pretty clean. Like this is a pretty clean one. I mean, the the on the left side, the bottom left corner, and the top left corner are a little little fuzzy. And then there's a little a little notch like right there, you know, on these cards that have black borders, it's really def difficult to keep those clean. I've just been trying to like if they're reasonably priced, I've been scooping them up if they're in decent condition like this one, just because at some point once vintage starts, you know, growing and growing, people are going to start get taking more interest in the cards that don't belong to the superstars. So I figure at that point, once that starts picking up, I'll start getting these graded. But as for now, I'm just holding on to them. Pretty clean. Obviously, on these old cards, you just want to make sure that there's nothing on the back of them. If somebody's like torn it out of, you know, an album or something that they glued it in, that sort of thing. But anything in vintage, you probably need to keep you. If you're going to make a purchase on eBay or anywhere and they're just showing the front of the card, I would definitely ask the seller for a photo of the back or you know, ask them if there is, if it's clean. This next set is the, uh, it's from 1908. It's Ogden's uh, Famous Footballers. It's a pretty, pretty nice set. It's a, you know, nice design. Uh, Bob Crompton, Robert Crompton. He's like what I would consider like a semi-star. Again, Billy Meredith's in it. 
Fatty Folk, Ernest Needham. Um, there's there's a, a fair amount. It's it's a pretty good set. It's and it's reasonably priced. Like you can get this card for probably in the fifteen to twenty dollar range. I mean, condition dependent. The Billy Meredith, I, of course, everything that that keeps going up and up. So um, I see somebody had one listed. I think it was graded, and he wanted one hundred sixty five for it. So I don't think there was any bids on it yet. So, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily worth that yet. This is one of the more attainable um, Merediths, in my opinion, um, from the early 1900s. So, yeah, that's uh, I keep buying these up just because they're just so inexpensive. And it's a kind of a nice looking set. Okay, so then in the 19-teens, I mean, there were some sets, but there wasn't a ton of them, especially because... Uh, of the world war and that sort of thing. And there's just a lot of, um, you know, kind of like smaller sets and not a lot of like big ones that are super, they're just rarer also. So they're just harder to find when the twenties hit. That's when it, the boom started where there was just a ton of sets being made. Um, this is one of the first um, it's British or famous British fo footballers. This is actually like a photograph. So, this is one of the like first sets where they actually it wasn't like a uh, a drawing or an artist rendering or um, I mean some of those the Ogdens were photographs but this is literally like photograph paper so like if if you hold it it's like a like a photograph stock card stock so but it's a pretty sharp card I like the design of these uh, these are kind of hard to get in exceptional shape but they're but they're pretty plentiful so they're um you know you can find a variety of conditions that's a pretty cool set in my opinion and you can get them pretty reasonably priced i, I think i might have played paid 15 dollars for this card okay so this is another one that's actually this was given out by topical times in their publication and it is a everton team card and it's made of metal now the thing on this one is, you see what the date I have written up top is 1931. A lot of people advertise this as a 1925. And the reason that, I'm not really sure why they do that, but bottom left corner, that's Dixie Dean. And so one of the big superstars, uh, most people, if they're aware of football history in the UK, they're aware of Dixie Dean. And he is one of the big name stars. Like that's you know, it's Billy Meredith, uh, Stephen Bloomer, Dixie Dean, and Stanley Matthews. Those are probably the four major stars of the early 1900 to 1940 or 1930s, let's say, probably even 1940s. These Dixie Deans get advertised different years, but just be aware that this is from 1931. It's not from 1925, as some people list it as. And 1925 is actually the first card of Dixie Dean. And so that can drive the value or the price of something way higher if you have uneducated buyers. So just be aware of that and don't, you know, don't bid crazy high. I think you should be able to get these in the, the 50, around the 30 to $50 range is my guess. Um, and that's being listed properly, but you'll see them go way higher if somebody puts 1925 on it. So this is a 1934 Ardath. Um, this is one of the sets that is Stanley Matthews rookie card. So this is a, a pretty popular card, the set in general. These cards, I would say, are the, how would I describe it? It's, they're, they're quite attainable and reasonably priced. 
Like you can get stars. This is Jimmy Jimmy McGrory. He sc- scored crazy amount of goals um, in his career. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. I paid five dollars for that card. I mean, after shipping because I, I had it shipped from the UK. He's a Scottish player. He scored 522 goals in his career. I mean, that's just crazy. Celtic was his main team. Actually, it was pretty much his only team. He's he's just prolific goal scorer and you know one of Scotland's uh, big stars from that era. But I paid let's say ten dollars shipped to my house from the UK. So these are super reasonable. I, I think these are good investments because at some point people are going to realize these sub stars. You know the guys who aren't these the top four. You know, and you can probably throw there's a top four. You can probably throw in another couple of people that maybe everybody doesn't know about, but they'll start to learn about quickly. Um, but there's some really prolific scores that not many people know about. I don't know if it's, you know, a lot of them are Scottish. So I don't know if a lot of it is just like a UK bias or an England bias, but this is also the set for Stanley Matthews. His rookie is going for, I'd see, I see it going anywhere from a hundred to 300 range. You know, if it's graded really well, these you can get some pretty decent condition cards from this set. You know, if they're graded highly, then you know, obviously the price skyrockets. Um, this is a this is a good set, a good reasonable reasonably priced set where you can get a lot of good stars and not feel you can feel it's like it's a good investment without breaking the bank. We kind of got through the um, like mid thirties and where you know, kind of some sets that are maybe a little. You know, they're interesting, they're different, and all that kind of thing. And some of them are reasonably expensive, you know, when you're looking for the star cards. Well, I just wanted to show you a few sets that, like in the 30s, there are certain sets that were just mass-produced. They're just super, there's, you know, maybe it was the most popular tobacco. Maybe it's just a a set that's uninteresting to people. But there are some gems in those sets, and... Those are the ones that I, I've been buying up for super cheap and just throwing them in a pile because at some point in time, they're going to catch up to the market. And like, for example, here's a, um, these are from 1930. Um, it's John Player and Sons Association Cup winners. So they made these cards. It has photos of all the, you know, the 11, starting 11 for the uh, cup final. And they go back into the 1890s on up to 1930. And basically it's just a commemorative card with the players from those years. But the cards were all produced in 1930. Like, for example, this card has Fatty Folk, who was the uh, goalkeeper for, um, for Sheffield United. And he, uh, you know, so they made this card. Well, he didn't, he stopped playing. Um, I want to say in the early 19 aughts, maybe it was in the teens, but I don't think it went that far. I think he stopped maybe around 1910. Let's just average it, say 1910. So, I mean, it's the 20 years after he played, but it's a card with him on it. And it's still really old, you know, it's 90 years old. So at some point, these things are going to like catch up also. And like, so that was the ninth, this is the 1902 one. And then the one in my hand is the 1901 and they happen to be in the final for both of them. So that's like a lot of the same players are on both of these cards, but I paid $3 for this card, $3. So, um, yep. $3 for this card too. So, I mean, 
that might be with shipping, you know, there's shipping. I mean, I happen to buy a bulk order, so that has shipping included in it, but there, like, I maybe bought 50 cards, so there really wasn't, when I spread it out amongst those 50 cards, there really wasn't any um, post, you know what I mean? So, um, but you can get these cards with some really good players for next to nothing. And these are the kind of cards that I'm talking about throwing in a pile and just holding on to. These are Churchmans from 1938 and 1939. Uh, Eddie Hapgood, Stanley Matthews. I mean, those are two stars of the era. What did I pay for this one? $3. And the Matthews, I paid 5 So it's just crazy. Like, that's 1938. That's, what, the fifth year, the fifth year after his um, Stanley Matthews rookie. So it's within the first five years of his career. And he played forever. He played into the 60s, I want to say. And started in like the 30s. So, I mean, he had just a ridiculously long career. So to get something that early in his career for that inexpensive, I mean, it's just a no-brainer to, to buy those. I mean, think about like, okay, I just bought a Pulisic and I paid like 100 bucks for it. Okay, well, <laughs> like there's a, I could buy 20 or to 30 of these cards and it's 90 years older of guys who are incredible. What if Pulisic flops? You know, I mean, I granted he was give, just given the 10 and all of that, but like there's a chance that he doesn't get better than what he is right now, or God forbid something happens to him health wise. So like these guys, nothing's ever going to affect them. All that's going to happen is there's going to be more and more interest in vintage cards and that means that these cards are going to start going up in value more than they are, more than they are. Um, you know, and then here's a 1939 Wills Association footballers. I mean, that's a nice looking card. You know, it's, it's sharp. Um, the condition's pretty nice. And I, I mean, I have a few dollars into that. So, and that's Stanley Matthews as well. So, I mean, you can get cards in the, in the thirties, you know, especially if you buy in bulk, which is what I did. I ended up buying like, a ton of cards of some of the semi stars. And if there was any Stanley Matthews in there, I added those as well. Um, and it ends up being a really good investment. So um, I would highly recommend getting into that those years. If, if you don't have a lot of money, but you still want to get into the vintage game, that is the perfect, you know, sets to get involved in. And so in the 35 to 30, 39 range, I mean, there's just so many sets that were made. Um, that you should be able to find some good players. You can get Dixie Deans for, you know, $30, $40. You don't have to spend the, you know, for his 20s cards from the 20s. 1925 was his rookie. I mean, those cards, you know, are, are in the hundreds, but you could still get decent cards of star players for lower, just lower prices. And they just, you know, it's like buying the um, Select instead of the prison, Prism. You know what I mean? The Select's not going to be worth as much, but it's going to go up just as much, you know, similarly to the others. It's just not as expensive, you know, percentage wise is what I'm talking about. So um, definitely, definitely something worth looking into. Okay. So now we're going to move into the fifties and 1958. Uh, we get, this is what I would consider at least personally for me is the iconic set of, you know, the, uh, post-war era. Um, this is the iconic set for me. Um, and it's the, uh, 1958 A and BC, um, uh, set. So 
they made a few different versions of this. Uh, so this is what they called with the planet. So basically up here is a coupon where if, if people cut that off, submitted it, they would get something. I'm not even sure what it is. Um, and yep, I don't know what it is. So I was thinking maybe it would say something. But anyway, this is the set with um, Bobby Charlton's rookie. Um, so if you notice on the back here, the set's in, written in black and red for the ones with the planet. Because you got to be careful because sometimes people that cut these off to submit this coupon. And so all of a sudden that's no longer with the planet. And because there is also a set made, this is actually the Bobby Charlton rookie. This is was never issued with that coupon. So it's a little bit of a different card stock actually. And if you notice on the back, the printing and this one is blue and red. So that's just what you would pay attention to make sure that you don't buy one that's been cut. You know, somebody uses their scissors or something to cut off that coupon because then that decreases the value substantially if the coupon is off of one of those. To me, that to me, this is the what ends will end up being the like quote unquote Mickey Mantle of English soccer or British soccer or whatever you want to call it. Yep, this is my favorite. That is the 1958 A and B C set. Here was the thing I had mentioned earlier that there was a little bit of a secret for this next set. And this is the Cadet Suites 1958 set. Also Bobby Charlton rookie card. I've been selling a few of it, a few of them in the $150 to $200 range. Um, so that's kind of what they're going for. But so this is his rookie. Okay. But the weird thing about this set is that Cadet Suites made three years of sets and they used the exact same photo on the front. <laughs> so you could see a 1958 with this photo and it's his rookie. There's a 1959 with that photo and it's his second year. And there's a 1960 with that photo and it's his third year. Be careful. I just literally learned this within the last few days. So this is something that, you know, I think a lot of people see that front and they immediately, like I did, assume that it was it's his rookie card, but that's not the case. So how do we tell the difference? If you take this card and you flip it this way, it's upside down, right? It's inverted. The back is inverted. Right side up, upside down. That's how you know it's a 1958. So if you're buying one of these cards, like, like I literally just sold a 1959 and I didn't put a date on it because I wasn't certain what it was. And so you need to be sure that when you buy one of these and you think it is a rookie card, you need to have that inverted back. Okay. So what does the 1959 back look like? So you'll see some people refer to the small back and they'll sell it as a 1958 cadet suites. Well, the small back is the 1959 set. So, PSA, when they grade these, they grade them both as 1958. And as people become more knowledgeable about this, at least as far as I understand, so don't, I'm not the authority. I'm just regurgitating what I found in my research. So 
you know, as time goes by, people are going to, you know, have these graded cards that they spent a ton of money on and they're going to come to find out that this is not his rookie card. There's a lot less of these that were, um, are graded so far, but that might be just because people know that that's not his rookie, <laughs> but PSA is grading them with 1958 on the flip, which is the sellers are benefiting from that because it's not truly his rookie. All right, and then the 1960 is exactly like this, and then the back is right side up. There's three versions of the back. So there's the inverted, which is the rookie. There's the small, which is the second year, and then there's the right side up, which is the 1960. That's what I've learned, at least in the last week. So <laughs> um, take that for what that's worth, but just be careful when you're buying them because people actually will pay a premium on the small back, and it's, they shouldn't be. PSA is getting it wrong, and a lot of us in the industry are getting it wrong. But there are very knowledgeable sellers that I've met, and they have them listed properly. And so I trust them, UK-based card shop, and they know. You know, they know what they're talking about. So um, I trust them. And there's a few websites that I go to when I'm trying to learn about sets uh, that are super informative great information. And again, they've, they've said the same thing. So when it's coming from a few sources that I truly trust, I, I start to believe it. And I should have dug into that a lot, a longer time ago. But anyway, that's, that might save somebody a lot of money. So if I save one of you money by learning the back of these cards, this was a success. So now I'm just going to go to the last card that I wanted to show you. This is a 1962 a10 barrett uh famous footballers and it's of gordon banks so this is his rookie card now you'll see these on um ebay they're they're reasonably plentiful yeah i shouldn't say that there you can find them but the one thing you got to pay attention to is on the back some there's an a each year they name it different and so it's a a10 is the 1962 set a11 is the 1963 set, A12, 1964, and so on. But again, they use some of the similar fronts on some of the sets. Like, for example, the 1963 is the A11. That's the Bobby Moore rookie. Well, the 1964 A12 looks exactly like this, the A11 on the front. The only difference is right here. But right in here, it says A.10. So it says series A.10. So that means that you know that that's the 1962 set. So that's something else. If you're looking at buying the uh, Gordon Banks, if you're looking at buying Bobby Moore, I think they stopped doing that once you got to A12, which is the 1964. And that's the George Best uh, rookie card. Another iconic card. Let me, I actually have one here. Actually, if you go on eBay and you look up um, A11 Bobby Moore, and then you look up A12 Bobby Moore, or you look up a set from of that, you know, a set of A12, you'll see a picture, and they look exactly the same from the front. This is another iconic card, in my opinion, and that's the uh, A12 George Best. It's just such a simple green background, the red shirt, Man U, just an incredible talent that was basically like the Joe Namath of um, soccer in the 60s. So 
Um, huge partier, huge boozer. Um, just let his let that take away his uh, his true talent. But he was he he was one of the true true talents of um, of that era. So often a lot of people would argue that he was more talented than Pelé. So this is a card that I love, and it's it's hard to like. I have two copies. I actually have this set. I have a set of these um, that I have up on auction right now. But this is the the lesser of the two conditions. So this is the one that I um, have listed. Hard to let it go because I love this card. And it's it's a difficult one to come across. And actually, somebody has one that's graded a four listed at, I think it's like $2,750. I mean, the prices are starting to shoot up. I mean, so we're going to... Here's what I think we're going to see. We're going to see... the the vintage cards in the 60s and 50s start to pop. And then it's going to be a little while before the true vintage um, pre-war cards start to uh, really catch on. But, I mean, it's noticeable to me. Like, for example, those um, those 58, um, 58s, I was buying them for $10, $10 to $20, the Charlton's, and now I'm selling them for 150 to 200 and something. So... Uh, those are starting to catch up, um, and then really just for the pre-war, it's the big names. Those are the the cards that have noticeably started popping, and it's really just their um, early cards. So the rookie cards for uh, for Stanley Matthews, the um, Dixie Deans. Actually, most of his cards are starting to go up right now. So um, you know, nineteen thirty-five and earlier, his cards are are starting to go up and rise, but they're still attainable um, until you get back into like 27, 26, and 25. Billy and Meredith, all his stuff's going up. Uh, you can get some of his cards from the 20s, still at reasonably pr- reasonable prices, under $100. They're going to start going up once people can't get any of his earlier cards, you know, because he played from 1900, or probably in the 1800s on up, um, but his first card was 1900. Anyway, I appreciate uh, anybody that watches this. Um, hopefully, I wasn't too long-winded. It's difficult to keep talking <laughs> without a break and not have a, someone else to help with the conversation. So hopefully, it didn't get too uh, boring. And I really appreciate you watching this. Um, I did want to say that I, I started a website. I have some vintage cards on it, collectfootball.com. So uh, basically, my username.com. I think I have about 30 to 40 cards listed right now. You know, some are some are twenty dollars, some are you know three hundred dollars. So it, it's just it just varies. There's there's cards for every price, um, you know, price range. Um, so take a look at that. If uh, also I have cards listed, it's a on eBay. Um, it's a hodgepodge. So I have every sport. I have autographs, vintage, new stuff, stickers. You know, all you name it. Also, uh, you can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at CollectFootball. And then also I have a Discord channel that I've just started. Um, I chime in there. You know, I pop in. I make some comments if I see something on eBay that I think maybe it might be worth buying. And, you know, it's a small community right now. I think we have around 10 people. But, you know, if you want to join that. I'm sure it'll keep growing as we we keep adding more and more people that are interested in vintage. And um, so to find that, you can look in the uh, comments below. 
And if you like this, please give me a thumbs up on the, you know, the episode, uh, subscribe if you would, and, um, you know, click that bell if you want to get alerts for when uh, I go live next time. Um, so with that being said, I really appreciate, you know, you watching and I hope you have a great day.